BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ooh, baby. You know it's around the corner. You know what it is. Bound chicka wow wow. It's Valentine's Day. And Woo More Play, one of my favorite companies, has now come up with Hints by Woo, which is a massage candle. What the hell is that? Honestly, I just had to do my research and figure it out. You light the candle, you wait a second, you blow it out, and you pour it on someone. Yourself, a friend, a neighbor, make sure everything's consensual. Pour it on that loved one. It's edible. It's made out of shea butter, coconut oil, and jojoba oil. And it's not too hot, but the perfect consistency of temperature for fun bedroom play. Rao. I mean, I'm giving you all health advice this week. I'm telling you how to get freaky. Listen, Woo More Play has an exclusive offer for you, okay? Easy, breezy. Use my promo code absolutely for 20% off on WooMorePlay.com. They've got two gift baskets right now. They've got the number one, which is the date night. And that is a special box. It's a sexy box. It's got a massage candle, one love oil, and one freshie to keep it cute. Or you can do the number two, the come together. (laughs) See what they did there with their marketing? One massage candle, one love oil, and one vibes for a good time. So pick box number one, box number two, but still get 20% off using my promo code. Absolutely. When you head to check out, okay, get, get an edible candle. Cause why not? It's 2021. What else do we have to live for? So let's just get freaky. Boy, that candle out on my body. See y'all on the flip side. Welcome to the absolutely not podcast where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Eda McMahon. And that's how I would announce the show if I was an actor in Peaky Blinders. Season six coming out. I'm addicted to it. I like all these British shows. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast. Wow. Wanted to scare y'all there for a second. Like, what the fuck podcast is this? Don't worry. It's me. It's your girl, Heather McMahon. Welcome to another episode. We got a lot of personal things to get through. This is a real P2P conversation. I'll get into it in a second, but I wanted to just let you know, I've been knee deep, elbow deep, pussy deep in British television. I watched the Bridgerton, which goes from PBS to hardcore porn, not even softcore. Bridgerton literally goes from, you could watch this in a library at your high school to, what? I need to Febreze my undercarriage because I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? It gets sexual. I've been watching that. I've realized everything on television right now is terrible. I have literally been watching anything and everything. I hate it all. But anything British, anything with a little Cockney accent, 
tickles my titties right up. It's what I've been into. It's what I've been into. Been watching Peaky Blinders. Not going to give anything away, but I'll just tell you this. You know what I love about these like shows in the 1919s, which is also crazy. Like a show in the 1920s was 100 years ago. What? And they like barely had cars. And we have COVID. So there you go. What I've noticed about these shows is you never see the actors eat or drink. I'm sorry, drink water or eat like a salad. All they do is drink whiskey, smoke cigs. That's it. Now, I know the life expectancy back then was like 32 years old. And they couldn't drink the water because you'd probably get dysentery. But they're like, I'll have a cup of tea and a whiskey. And that's it. And I've also realized while watching said BBC television that a lot of these characters in these shows are ball busters. You know, Peaky Blinders, without giving too much away, is about basically this mob family that does illegal uh, horse betting from Birmingham. That's Birmingham, England, not Birmingham, Alabama. And what I've learned about said family is basically like, you know, these guys are monsters. They're getting in fights all the time. Bada bing, bada boom. The main character almost dies like 600 times. He's, he could have two broken arms, a cracked rib, 75 stitches in his head, bleeding out the damn, his little cap, his little paperboy cap. And he bounces back and smokes a cig, gets back on his horse, rides through the night. I'm over here, light sniffle, panicking because I feel dehydrated. Absolutely not to me being a baby back bitch. Now, listen, I'm about to get into this episode and I I know I promised y'all, hey, hey guys, I have so many great um, guests coming up. I have so many cool things. And like, we're going to like be talking to so many celebs. Well, I, I said, if I didn't get this episode out of the way, you know, I wouldn't be true to my audience. I really learned how much of a baby back bitch I am because... If you heard in the last episode, I sounded really gnarly. I had, and I still have it. I mean, I'm just so super congested and I've been going through it. Well, the real reason is, is because we all got the COVID. Yes, I hope you're driving your car with your hands at 10 and 2. I said it. We got the COVID, the Coronas, the 1-9, the 9-1, the Wuhan, don't stop till you drop virus. I immediately regret calling it the last one, but it is what it is. Did I get it when I was in Asia this time last year? And literally when COVID was popping off, no, I didn't. Did I get it when I traveled anywhere else this summer or around Christmas? No, I didn't. Did I probably get it because my sister, God forbid, had to go to a funeral and stood outside when it was too cold out and even in a mask? Probably so. So you know what I have to say? Absolutely fucking not to what all of the shit I'm about to tell you. Anybody who's going through it, anybody who has it, I want you to know my heart goes out to you. I didn't mention it last week because I was in the thick of it and I was so panicked and truly the anxiety, I think, other than the fact that you literally feel like you had the flu for 10 fucking days straight. I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to get through it and make sure my family was okay. And I just didn't feel it was time to share. I was like, listen, it's very obvious I'm home. I don't need to share anything until I know that we're healthy and we're in the clear because the last thing I fucking need is, you know, Carly and Lisa DMing me, telling me to, I don't know, put hydrochloroquine and witch hazel up my ass and then, you know, get on a mini baby trampoline, jump for 45 minutes and I'll be cured. I just couldn't handle it. You know, I love unsolicited medical advice. That's what mostly this podcast is, is me giving you medical advice, you giving me medical advice, but I was really going through it. So I've been in this wormhole of watching Peaky Blinders and all these, you know, kind of old timey shows. And I just realized 
God, these people lived through the fucking plague, dysentery. Everybody just shot each other. I got the one nine and I'm down for the frigging count. I wanted to just kind of update y'all and, and give you the real deal and just my personal experience because y'all have called into the hotline and told me about your situation and what you went through. And listen, I know a lot of people have lost loved ones. I know this is a fucking terrifying time, but I thought maybe, you know, those who really listen to me, maybe I can shed some wisdom on what I went through. We can have a laugh, at least at my expense. I'll be honest, real, raw with you. It was fucking terrifying. You know, also too, I felt like going into this episode that I was about to tell you I had, I don't know, like herpes. You know what I mean? There's a lot of shame with COVID, which is, I think, unacceptable. We have to remember it's a fucking virus. It's a virus. It's in the air. I told you about the woman at Costco like three weeks ago who had her mask down and was screaming and, you know, like Uzbekistan. No, I think she's from Uzbekistan, screaming with her mask down at the scallops. Could have gotten it from her. I don't know. The real absolutely fucking not of it all is my mom and my sister got it. We don't know who patient zero was. It could have been my mom. It could have been my sister. It could be me. We have no fucking idea. But the irony of all of this is we have gotten this far. We have gotten so far. Got my mom the appointment to get vaccinated. She's in the age range. I got up at 6 a.m. one morning to get it on this website here in Atlanta at this specific pharmacy. I'm like, I have done my due diligence. I'm daughter of the year. Like I'm doing my part. It's like getting somebody to the Kentucky Derby with the winning horse. And then the horse breaks both of its legs on the way out to the track. I just Kentucky Derbied my mother. We get my mom. She gets the vaccine. That night, everybody goes down. Everybody goes down. (laughs) I can laugh. I can laugh about it now because only this like exact timing, like the perfect storm of all of this shit would happen to the McMahons. And I'm talking about my family in the third person. Is that the third person? I don't fucking know. I've had COVID. Lay off me, bitch. I told you I'm all about staying hydrated these days, but why not stay hydrated with a new kind of soda? Mm, I'm drinking it right now and it's that Olipop. My favorite flavor, the strawberry vanilla. It's friggin' amazing. Listen, Olipop uses functional ingredients that combine the benefit of prebiotic, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and benefit digestive health issues. Okay, listen, I told you how important it is. I've had hot fire diarrhea the last two weeks. I'm so glad I got that Olipop to work on my microbiome to keep everything running smoothly and to support me where I need it. Do you know that 90% of Americans consume more than the USDA's daily recommended added sugar intake? Okay, and sweetened beverages like sodas are the leading source of added sugars in the American diet? Not good. Olipop is much, much lower in sugar than the conventional soda with only two to five grams of sugar from natural sources. Never any sugar added. Their vintage cola has just two grams of sugar compared to regular Coke, which has 39. Oh my God. You might as well drive your minivan off a cliff. Listen, all their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly with less than eight grams of carbs per can. They're so confident you'll love their products. They offer 100% money-back guaranteed when you place orders through their website. You're going to receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to drinkolipop.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's drinkolipop.com slash absolutely. This discount is only valid for their variety pack. Olipop can also be found over 3,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Sprouts, Kroger, Wegmans, and Air One. Now back to the podcast. 
It was so fucking insane. So my sister and I both had these like chronic sinus infections, right? So we both get them around the same time. We were those kids who always had strep throat growing up. Also, I get strep throat as an adult. It's just my plot in life. It's who I am. I have to really take it easy. So my sister and I both had all the symptoms for a sinus infection. My mom wasn't feeling too hot after she got the vaccine, but they said like, my mom doesn't get a flu shot. Bitch won't take an aspirin. I had to hold her down when she had pneumonia last year. Like literally the doctor was like, thank God you brought her in. This bitch got into the back of my Audi kicking and screaming. I basically had to put her in Rigatoni's crate and lock her up. She wasn't feeling great. So we just said, oh, you know, my sister and I probably just have sinus infections. And mom, it's a perfect timing. She just got the vaccine the first round. So I'm sure she's just feeling a little, you know, achy, a little rundown. She didn't have very mild symptoms. And they warned us as we were leaving the pharmacy. They said, hey, make sure she takes Tylenol or Advil. She may feel a little eh for a couple of days. Come Friday, I'm like, I need to go to the doctor and make sure that this sinus infection is checked out, right? I'm like, I'm going to just do my due diligence and go get checked out. At no point is anybody in my family concerned about COVID. Why? Because we hadn't fucking gone anywhere. We also had been tested every week. Okay. I get tested like once a week. I know the people at the COVID consortium down the street. They're my buddies now. I just do it for peace of mind because we've had our little nuclear bubble, if you will, with my godmother and some friends over there and then our family. We've been smart. And I knew my mom, I knew I was working up to get my mom this vaccination appointment, but I knew she wasn't like fully in the clear. I think up until like two weeks after you get the vaccination. I'm not a medical expert. I thought about bringing a medical expert onto the podcast. And then I just went through COVID for the last two weeks. And I said, fuck that. Nothing makes sense. I just need to talk to my audience P to P about my experience and hope that this can be an enlightening, engaging, hopefully kind of put your mind at ease, but also terrify you scared straight at the same time conversation. So I go to my doctor and she's like, no, there's no way you have COVID. You have no signs of COVID. You have 100% signs of a sinus infection. I'm going to give you a Z-pack. Your sinuses look totally impacted. But you know what? You're here. You've requested a COVID swab. Let's do it. Okay. Again, I've told you, I get tested like every week. I go to a place. I pay out of pocket. I've spent more money on fucking COVID tests. Heather, aren't they covered by insurance? Yes, but half the ones, for some reason, the places that are covered by insurance, I can never get into, so go to this other place. I could own a fucking jet by the time we're done with the the private COVID testing. I've been watching Peaky Blinders, so I'm like, everything's an argument. He was a good man, but he had to die. (laughs) That's how I feel inside. I got a little energy back today. I will crash in probably an hour Because that's what happens when you have COVID. You have like a weird sense of like, oh, we're coming out of the woods. And then you get hit by, you know, a hippopotamus coming out from the lake you didn't even see coming. So anyways, go to the doctor and she's like, yeah, I'll swab you. You're here. Why not? My sister comes in with me. I like, let's swab her too. And she's like, no, you guys both, you're like the sick sisters. You're the sinus sick sisters. So she sends us on our way. About mm, 48 hours later, we both feel like we've been hit by an Amtrak headed from New Jersey to DC, okay? This is a one-way ticket to body ache town. So I'm like, oh, we totally have fucking COVID. Now, mind you, the day that we went into the doctor and they were like, no, 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 you don't have COVID. There's no fucking way. You don't have any of the symptoms. Da, 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 da. This is your chronic shit you deal with. Also, your mom got vaccinated this week. That makes sense why she doesn't really feel great. You're all Gucci. 
I got a PCR test and I'm going to tell you this right now. I only trust the PCR test that you have to like send off to a lab. I do not trust a rapid test anymore. It's all bullshit. That is just me personally. If you're a medical professional and you're listening, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but my mom, my sister and I all got rapid tests while we were there because I said, listen, this is at the doctor's office. The insurance will cover it. I was like, can you rapid test us and PCR test us? Do both. Again, my doctor was like, there's no need. This is so unnecessary, but whatever, I'll do it. The rapid tests, they're all negative. Sure enough, 48 hours later, when we're all feeling like we are on, no, I'm sorry, I'm on an Amtrak to fucking Baltimore, okay? Ring, ring, ring. Holy shit, y'all are all fucking positive. And I said, I knew it. So let me backtrack. Let me tell you what I've, I've told you so far. Get my mom the vaccine. Get COVID the same fucking day. My doctor's like, there's no way you have it. Get tested. Get told I'm negative. Get told I'm negative earlier that week. And then I get a big dab on I'm positive the day I wake up with such intense body aches. I can't even describe it. Now, I want you to say, I am not trying to make light of a COVID situation. I know we have lost plenty of people. I know there's so many families that are being hurt by this, but I need you to know my dad died of cancer. I will always make cancer jokes because that's me living my truth, right? That is me living my truth. So I need you to buckle up for some medical jokes because we have to work through this because at some point, you know, I used to always say when, when my dad got cancer, I would say, You don't get it until you get it, until you've been through it, until you have experienced it. And it's interesting that there's a whole like collective, maybe trauma is the right word. There's a collective understanding now because usually with cancer, you're like, okay, there's a 10 degree separation of somebody you know who lost somebody to cancer. COVID, you may not know somebody who's lost somebody, but you definitely know somebody has had it at this point. Now it's just so fucking rampant, out of control. We got the South African variant. We got the Montana variant. We got something from Puerto Vallarta. I don't even fucking know. But now it's hitting everybody really close to home. But I need you to know that if you're going to listen to a comedy podcast, and I'm going to tell you my experience, I need you to buckle up, put a smile on your face, because we got to get through this trauma that I've experienced together. Are you on the board? All aboard. Choo-choo. We got to talk about it, Trey. You know what's keeping me bumping these days is my super coffee, which is a healthy, delicious alternative to sugary coffee drinks like Frappuccinos, Dunkin', and all those energy drinks that we drink. They just make us feel like crap. Super coffee is friggin' delicious. Let me tell you about it. It's an indulgent, healthy, ready-to-drink alternative to all those nasty, sugary drinks. It is made to power your entire day with its unique combination of caffeine, healthy fats, and protein that provide a sustained jitter-free energy with no crash. The hazelnut flavor, my friggin' jam. Super coffee is naturally sweetened and contains zero added grams of sugar, 10 grams of protein. You know, you got to get that protein life and only 80 calories per bottle. I don't even want to tell you what's in a Starbucks Frappuccino. It's disgusting. Okay. I can hear my arteries clogging up as I say the words. Super coffee is keto-friendly, lactose-free, and gluten-free. And honestly, everything they make is friggin' delicious. I wake up and I crave it. It is so damn good. Here's the thing. In 2020 alone, Super Coffee removed over 600 million grams of sugar from American diets and is expecting to double their impact in 2021. It was created by three brothers who appeared on Shark Tank. Who doesn't love Shark Tank? Shout out to Mark Cuban. And in 2018, and they've been named the Forbes 30 under 30. I love seeing a family business do family shit together to bring us that good, good, healthy alternative to nasty sugary drinks. Listen, we worked out an exclusive deal for Absolutely Not podcast listeners. Receive 25% off plus free shipping on any of 
of their best-selling variety packs. This is a great way to try all their delicious flavors. Go to drinksupercoffee.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-S-U-P-E-R-C-O-F-F-E-E.com slash absolutely. Super Coffee is also available nationwide in over 25,000 stores like Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, Kroger, and CVS. So I'm at this point, like, we have no fucking idea how we got it. What do I do as soon as I find out I'm positive? I contact Trace, anybody I might have seen in the last, like, three and a half months. I call my dermatologist from October and I said, listen, bitch, I'm positive. Again, as if I'm telling her, I just got the fucking clap. She said, Heather, you haven't been here since October. Quit calling and harassing my nurses. The biopsy from that mole on your lower back came back clean. Thank God. So I'm calling anybody and everyone. I'm like, literally like, okay, you know, I I went to the gas station. And and I'm telling you right now, I have been very safe. This is what pisses me off. We know when we all let our hair down this summer, and we didn't give a shit. And then I guess the numbers were lower and then they went back up. And I was like, fuck it. You know, I'll have a couple friends sneak over for a pool party and whatever. We didn't get tested and we were all fine. I'm actually literally have my mother locked in the house, got her to the finish line almost got her to the finish line and then she got it. Now, we don't know. She could have been patient zero. I can't keep this bitch locked down for nothing. She'll break out at 7 a.m., go to Home Goods, hit a Ross dress for less. I said, mom, I love you, but you don't need to go to Ross. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to. You can order it on Nordstrom.com. It can come to your door. You don't got a bargain bin shop. Once a bitch is from Boston, she's always from Boston. So my sister and I are fucking panicking. When, once we realize we're positive, I'm calling, like, we have this amazing doctor, Dr. Ellen, shout out to her. I'm calling her. I'm like, what do we need to get? She tells me, you know, like, okay, we need to be taking zinc, vitamin D. And I ordered this little oxygen blood reader on Amazon. And if you are going through COVID or it's that time, listen, I don't think everybody's going to get this, but at some point after going through this, I think everybody is going to get this. I don't want anybody to get this because some cases are clearly more severe than others, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. And I'm going to get into the the physical ramifications of COVID. But some things that I did that were proactive is I took ibuprofen like every friggin' four hours. If you skipped it, if you were like a minute and a half late, forget it. You were down for the count. What was so frustrating was you go on the CDC website and I knew they're doing the best they can, but now there's so many different variants of it too. We were like, do we get the sixth strain, the first strain? We don't even know what strain we got. So it started off nothing like what it says on the CDC website. I never got chills. I did get gnarly body aches. I never had a fever, even though I sweat through my pajamas every night. It basically honestly felt like a sinus infection that did a bump of Coke with the flu, and then it just lasted for 10 fucking days. Now, also, if you're wondering, Heather, why didn't you share any of this on Instagram? Because you know what? P to P, peer to peer, pussy to pussy, y'all are my real Gs. Y'all are my Gucci gang. You're my, you're my babies. If you take the time out of your day to actually listen to my hour, 45 minute, whatever the hell this is podcast, you're really in it to win it. And this is a more intimate setting. This is where I really share how I feel about life and, and things and shit. And, you know, I tell you, I got one egg left. Of course, I'm contact tracing anybody I've seen. I called the post office and said, the mailman delivered our mail yesterday. And they're like, did you approach him without a mask? And didn't even see him. They're like, ma'am, it doesn't fucking matter if you 
just had the mail come to your house, if you didn't sneeze on the man or attack him, we're good. I'm a Pisces. I have the most guilty conscience. I'm a goody two-shoes. I know it may not seem like it because I'm a comedian. Guys, I got to be honest with you. I'm a bitch. I'm just like, I worry. I'm a worry ward. I'm an honest person. Honest to a fault. I'm good at business. Like I'm good at bullshitting and hustling but I'm an honest bitch and I'm not going to do your dirty dog wrong. I'm not going to. I'm going to be honest with you. So I'm calling everybody. I'm telling, hey, I saw you two weeks ago. Will you get tested? Even though I don't think you need to worry, but I just want to let you like give you a heads up. So anyways, everyone's like, thank you. I had one friend who was like, thank you for being honest. They were literally like, I come in contact with people who are probably positive all day and nobody says anything. And I was like, I would want somebody to tell me. You know, I, I, I just would. And, I, and so and then in a weird way, I was like, am I not supposed to say anything? I literally had that weird thing. Like, am, is this like telling people I have gonorrhea? It felt like I was on a syphilis tour just being like, hey, hey, it's gotten kind of clammy down there. Wanted to let you know. Wanted to let you know. So anyways, people were very appreciative and we hunkered down. We did everything my doctor said we should do, but it was a gnarly ride. Thank God, I feel like my father was looking over us. God truly blessed us. I prayed every night. I said, Lord, please just protect my mom. I can handle it. My sister can handle it. You know, my mom and sister both have blood pressure situations and for being skinny and tiny. Isn't that wild? It's like when you see a thin person and they have terrible cholesterol and they eat super healthy. It's just apparently genetic. I didn't get it. I'm thick as anything. Blood pressure, just on point. Anyways, okay. So I'm doing my own contact tracing. Again, the post office is like, we will never deliver mail because you called us 65 times. We're good. The mailman's good. Stay in your home. Quit calling us. I'm just like hysterically crying, you know, just letting anybody who I've seen in the last six months know, I don't know how we got this, but we got COVID. Listen, in these uncertain times, you need to make sure that you got your supplement game and it is strong and you're getting your vitamin D and your vitamin C and your magnesium and all those things that can just help us with our daily routine of just staying well. You know what I mean? Here's the thing though. When I started looking at supplements, I was shocked. I was literally flabbergasted at the amount of like major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants that are in half the friggin' supplements out there. The good thing is I found Ritual. Ritual is a clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin that is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. If your body can't break it down because it's filled with a bunch of dye, what good is it? Ritual is made traceable, which you'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from, thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. You need to make sure that your supplements are not being created in a bathtub somewhere in, you know, I don't know, Reno, Nevada. You need to know what's up. Ritual makes everything very transparent for you. And I love them for it. Ritual is designed with your life stage in mind. Now available for women, teens, men, ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. And it makes healthy habits easy. You know what you're getting. You know it's custom made for you. You pop it in, you live your life. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash absolutely to start your ritual today. Thank God my mom's all right. Praise be, God is good. My mom is, she won't admit because she's a baby boomer and, you know, Boston Robin has lived 65 lives. She had a very hard upbringing, which maybe one day she'll share with us on the podcast. I do think it would be a good life lesson for everyone, but she's just hard. Like she, she would be great in Peaky Blinders. This bitch could go off to war, have a leg blown off. She would show up and be like, I'm all right. It's Boston Robin. You can't fuck with me now, can you, Satan? Like, that's how hard an OG bitch she is. 
So the whole time I'm checking in with my mom. Now we sent my mom to the guest bedroom downstairs because I just was like, till we were a hundred percent sure we got her retested. I was like, let's just get you tested again. And sure enough, we're also positive. So at this point we're like, well, I guess we can, you know, when my sister and I got through like the really bad end of it, my mom had still had mild symptoms. She just kind of felt like she had a head cold. I said, all right, I guess we're in the clear enough to just all hang out. My mom is drinking a glass of warm rosé at noon one day. I swear to God, the only reason this woman did okay with this, it has nothing to do with the vaccine. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, science out the window. It's because this bitch has pickled and preserved herself for the last 73 years. So I'm upstairs in my room, sweating, like feverish, just feeling like I got hit, like I said, I got hit by a train from Baltimore. I can hear Robin downstairs at 1 a.m. giggling, talking to dudes from fucking Bumble. So I stumble down there one night to like refill my Gatorade. She's like, you look like shit. I said, who are you talking to? She goes, some guy named Mark from Bumble. Then I grab her glass of wine. I go, mom, you got to stay hydrated. Bitch doesn't believe in water. And we've discussed this before. I don't know what it is about that generation. Maybe it's like very a la Peaky Blinders. My mom still thinks water is going to give her dysentery. Colon will fall out because she's on the Oregon Trail. It's a flashback. It's a PTSD of hydration. I can't describe it. It's 1 a.m. Robin's drinking warm rosé that she's had the bottle out since noon. I said, bitch, at least put it on ice. Giggling to dudes. And I had that moment where I was like, listen, if the worst is going to come to me, let it come to me and my sister. We're young. We can fight through it. But I will honestly, genuinely say this. And this is not to scare you. I want this to be a podcast episode for a reference of just like what I went through. Because I'm always honest with y'all. It was so fucking horrendous and terrible. Like I still have no fucking energy. And the biggest thing was people that were close to me said, you don't need to share this with anybody on Instagram. You can talk about it on the podcast but I think it'll be helpful for you to share your experience, but you don't need these crazy people while you're going through it. Cause the anxiety alone, I honestly think was the worst part. Like I would wake up and just cry because I felt so bad, but then the anxiety of not knowing if you were going to feel better the next day or not knowing what the next day was going to hold was honestly just jarring. And I told one of my girlfriends who's had it, she said, don't tell anybody like, you know, only the people that are close to you. Uh, shout out to everybody who dropped off food. But she's like, you don't need to say anything until, you know, you, you've made it through. till you're in the clear. till the doctors said you guys are good because she said, you're just going to get unsolicited medical advice and people saying crazy shit. And then some lady, while you're in the height of like a fever dream, will say COVID's not real. And you're like, really, bitch? Because I feel fucking terrible. I feel like literally I got hit by a train from Birmingham. I called one of my best friends. I called Ray one day and I was like, Ray, I was just in tears. I was like, I've never felt this bad in my life. Listen, the wild thing was it never affected my chest. Thank God. Just, I'm so grateful. I want everyone to understand how grateful I am. I didn't have the typical symptoms. Like I had a wet, very productive cough. I want you to imagine if you went to like an amazing Persian restaurant. You know, they make that awesome like halloumi cheese, but you make it in the fridge where you strain the yogurt and it sits through like pantyhose or technically a cheesecloth. The the art of making that cheese is what's going on in the back of my throat right now. Okay. That is how wet this cough is, which my doctor kept saying, great. It's a wet cough. Just make sure you're coughing it up. We don't want it to settle into the lungs and then get the pneumonias. 
but it really was the anxiety of just not knowing what's happening. Also, everybody's symptoms were different. It's really not like you can't judge a book by its cover. That's why it was so confusing when we were diagnosed with it. Because at one point I'm laying in bed, my feet are clammy and the right side of my body just like cramps up. My right eye starts watering so bad. I'm FaceTiming my sister. She's like, literally, and I'm not saying this to be funny, but she's like, did you just stroke out? Like, what the fuck just happened? I said, I don't know, but I'm like season up on my right side. So she comes crawling in my room. Meanwhile, we both hear my mom just giggling, watching funny cat videos and talking to dudes till 2 a.m. on Bumble, just thriving. Now, Robin's had a wet cough, but she's also had a dry cough for the last six years because she's on the wrong blood pressure medicine. But whatever, I can't get into that. You know what I like? Things that are just right for me. Things that are just my size. Things that are my own. I don't want to share. You know what I mean? I found this company called Usual Wines, and I'm about it. Want to know why? It's wine for the modern drinker. And honey, she's modern. She's contemporary. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring the rest of the wine bottle down the sink that you don't use. And you know, you you get a little tipsy and you forget to cork the damn thing. No, because a single serve format and bottle design, usual, it's always fresh. So no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. Have you noticed we have a little theme? It's health and wellness on this episode of the podcast. It has a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white wine called Brut. We also had usual spritz, a low alcohol, about 8.5% alcohol by volume, low calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine and guava juice. Ooh, guava. Yes. I feel tropical. It's like a white cloth, but for grownups. Each serving is just 83 calories. Here's the thing. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code absolutely for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. You know, you don't have to share. You can get your own, your own pour, your own usual wine glass. It's yours and you're not going to waste the rest. Again, go to usualwines.com and use my discount code absolutely for $8 off your first order. Hey, and try your first glass on us. Now back to the podcast. All right, where's Jeff been this whole time? You're probably wondering. It gets better. We got like diagnosed on like a weekend. So, but we're already like five days into not feeling good. But again, we mistook our sinus infection, which our doctor said, it's not COVID. We didn't realize that we had COVID a little bit longer than we had. Anyways, long story short. So thank God nobody I know has gotten sick. People were like very close to me, like a good family friend who's in our bubble. They didn't get sick. Where's Jeff been? Jeff is just finishing up his job in New York. He's packing up the Jetta, driving down like, ooh, I'm driving down to Atlanta. I'm finally done with my job in New York. I'm an official AT alien. We're going to start our life together. We can't wait to paint the house. Da-da-da-da-da. He's redoing his office. Da-da-da-da-da. And I literally, he calls me. He's like, how you feeling? And I'm like, I've got Corona. He's like, son of a bitch. Like, welcome home, zaddy. Better bring a hazmat suit some trash bags and some Lysol because you're sleeping in the garage. So what we did was he stayed at a hotel close by and I hadn't seen him in four weeks since we, you know, broke after Christmas. And then he was able to move over to my godmother's house as soon as everybody in that house got tested and they're clear. And at this point, we're now like eight, almost nine days out. What my doctor said and what the CDC says is you don't have to get tested necessarily right after you have COVID. I think it's 10 days, not even 14 days anymore. It's 10 days from possible exposure, testing positive, or the from the first set of onset of symptoms. Again, 
our lines are a little blurred because my mom wasn't feeling great after she got the vaccine and we thought we had sinus infections, but we're going from day she got the vaccine and onwards. So we're already, we're already well past 14 days now. We're well past 14 days. We went to the doctor today. He tested us and he said, listen, I'm going to test y'all, but I cannot guarantee you could show up that you're positive for two months. You know, the good thing is your mom's going to turn into a werewolf because she's vaccinated, well, half vaccinated and has the antibodies. So if she starts howling at the moon, just know that's a part of the program. That's it. That's what's up. So Jeff is still staying at our my godmother's house down the street. Thank God he was here because yesterday, fucking absolutely not, Rigatoni breaks out in hives. So Rigatoni, I look at him. We're all taking a nap because we're just fucking exhausted. I look down. He looks like a fucking Sharpay. Have you ever seen a Sharpay? It looks like a little Debbie Swiss roll just squished up. His face is so swollen. He's got lumps and hives all over his body. So I call Jeff. He's three doors down. I go, get your ass over here. I'm going to throw rigatoni in the yard. Just come in the backyard, grab him and take him to the ER. Jeff has to run rigatoni to the ER. Meanwhile, the day before, Bronson's got an ulcer on his fucking eye that starts like oozing. So he has to get rushed to the ER. So Jeff has now been basically running back and forth between our yards, grabbing dogs because he's not coming in the house because we were at this point like at 11 days and I still said I wanted to get tested. My doctor's like, you could test positive for two and a half months. I'm like, listen, doc, I got to go back to work. He's like, I'll write you a letter. I said, nothing makes sense. I didn't even take a Mucinex, but I'm speedballing. So poor Jeff is like bouncing around, basically living out of the Jetta, has no idea what to do. But we got the clear from my doctor today. We're still going to wait for our, our test results. But again, he said, you're well past 14 days. You're all feeling better. We sound like shit, but we are feeling better. He said, you're not quote unquote, shedding the virus, which is good. I've Lysoled everything. I got this sanitizer that's like a steamer online. We've steamed the floors. I've steamed the couch, the lamp, the fake plants, the real plants. The crystal, the china, the silver, the the plastic bins, the pencils, the paper, everything. The jar of sugar, the coffee maker, everything in this house has been sanitized this way to fucking Ikea, okay? And I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the absolute best I can. But it's been a fucking shit show. And on top of this, I never get a period. I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening. I got a period with a vengeance. At no point on the CDC website does it say side effect of COVID, period. Well, guess what? Bitch got one. Heavy flow. Cramping hard. I haven't flowed that heavy since probably the, I don't know, 11th grade. And you know what I'm talking about. It's been a shit show at the house. And I didn't say anything last week because I really didn't want to talk about it. I was in such an anxious scared, kind of spiraling of like, what's going to happen? And now I feel like a weight's off my shoulders because I'm sharing this experience with you because A, I want you to take it seriously. B, I want you to protect yourselves. And C, I just feel like it's coming. So if I was you, I would buy all the accoutrements I've talked about and just keep them with you. The zinc, the vitamin D, vitamin C, get some Tylenol on hand and maybe the blood oxygen reader and just you know, just be prepared because I don't know if we were this smart and we got it. I just don't even know what to tell anybody, you know, and, and listen, I'm not here to tell you to get vaccinated or not. I don't know. I know everyone's got a fucking opinion on it. I had to drag my mom kicking and screaming. She doesn't believe in anything like that. But I got to be honest with you. The one thing that's probably saving her is her heavy alcohol consumption and the fact that she drinks oil of oregano like it's the blood of Christ. And if you don't know what oil of oregano is, 
It's antibacterial, antimicrobial, and it's basically the oil of oregano. I want you to imagine having a calzone in a bottle. That's what it tastes like. This is how you take it. You should take it every day. But also, you know, check in with your your health provider. I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm just telling you my experience. Take a little shot glass, fill it up with a little orange juice, two drops of oil of oregano. Then I need you to have a slice of bread, preferably sourdough that'll cut it. You're going to take the shot. It's going to burn the shit out of the back of your throat and your mouth. It's going to taste like the grundle of a donkey. Then you take the bread, you stick the piece of bread in your mouth. Bada bing, bada boom. It literally tastes like a damn piece of pizza. And that's going to help you. Plain and simple, it's going to help you. And that's what you got to do. That's the only thing you can do. So Robin's over here pickling, preserving herself like the red onions you see at a taco truck. God, those are delicious. Speaking of delicious, lost my sense of smell and taste for about four days. Only upside of COVID, I have lost five pounds. Why? I didn't eat for eight fucking days. And if you've seen my stand-up, I don't want to give away one of my main punchlines, but bitch has never lost her appetite. Ever. Period. Point blank. Only time I lost my appetite once and I got thin It's when my dad was dying in the hospital of cancer and we were at MD Anderson in Houston and I went down to like the food court. They had a Chick-fil-A down there and I was taking a break and I went to go get a sandwich. And literally as I'm walking into the Chick-fil-A, a a woman walks out and pukes right in front of me. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to pass. And I couldn't eat for two weeks. Being in a hospital period will make you lose your appetite, whether you're sick or not. But COVID cleaned me out. Also, hot fire diarrhea. Don't see that on the website. So let me tell you my ailments at this point. Can't taste, can't, can't smell. But again, that comes like day eight or nine. Hot fire diarrhea, legs cramp, eyes profusely watering, sneezing like I'm just rolling around in a bed full of cats, sinus pressure, wet, mucusy cough, fart city. Couldn't tell you why, but I did. And then I got to make the phone calls to, you know, my hairdresser that I saw in April. I'm time traveling to like my hairdresser in New York. And I'm like, I need to tell you I have COVID. And she's like, I haven't seen you in a year, bitch. She's like, you good? Huh? Wellness check on Heather. She's fucking spiraling. And I don't want y'all to think I was being dishonest with you. I just needed to get through this and protect my family and just know that we were through it until I didn't want to get lost in the noise because there was so much noise and I know I needed to rely on just my doctors and make sure Jeff was okay. My mom was okay. My sister was okay. And listen, God bless we're coming through it, you know, but I'm telling you, I was so fucking sick and I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. And I will tell you this, the testing to me now is so skewed. And I don't want any medical professionals to get mad at me or maybe they'll agree with me. I don't know. But the rapid testing just, it was all over the place. The fact that we kept getting negative rapid tests and then the PCR, which is really the one that my doctor was like, that's the only one you can trust is real, was alarming to me. You know, and I'm glad that we were able to get and get tested. And and I'm glad that Georgia is, you know, for the most part, not crazy overwhelmed. But with these new variants, no one fucking knows. And I'm saying all this to say, like, I thought we were going to get out of this. I saw the finish line. I was like, mom, we got you here. I've kept you protected. That's why I came back to Atlanta because I knew if I didn't come back home, Robin has no rules. You know what I mean? She just is a fucking rebel. She's peaky blinders. Don't give a fuck. Lights up a cigarette, drinks warm rosé, talks to guys named Mark on Bumble. 
Robin would be out in the mean streets doing brass knuckle fights if I wasn't here. And guess what? I get her to the finish line. I get her to the derby. The horse is in the stall, ready to break out, break free, be vaccinated. And we get her COVID the same day. She gets her first shot. I tried. I tried, guys. I really did. And I just want you to know I'm coming from a humble state of like, I did everything I could. Did we ever get this traveling? No. Did we get it, you know, going away for a weekend, being smart and safe? No. Did we get it in our own fucking backyard? You bet your ass we did. I'm just being honest with you. I want you to hear my journey and just understand if you are going through it. And I know that if you are, you're probably feeling the same way I did. The anxiety get you nuts. Just take it day by day. And if you feel good today, you may not feel great tomorrow, but stay hydrated. Take care of yourselves. Check in on your friends. I got to be honest too. We had some friends that, you know, it's interesting. And I noticed this even when like, like when my dad passed, it was like, Friends that you may not be like the closest with really stepped up to the plate, like dropped off food and and did some grocery shopping and made sure we had medicine. And then like some of your closest friends would just send you a text like, how you feeling? And you're like, bitch, I'm unwell. I'm really unwell. I'm not looking for sympathy here, but could a bitch drop off a casserole? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now, Claire. And then halfway through, I'm in a fever dream. And I just think I'm in a, you know, you know, the movies Left Behind that everybody had to watch during vacation Bible school. I was left behind. You know, my whole family's in a group text. Jeff's over at the hotel. He's bringing us shit when we need it. And I'm just texting everybody at like 10 a.m. and everyone's still asleep. And I'm like, that's it. I'm too weak to get out of bed, but they're gone. They were taken up. The rapture happened. Jesus returned. He took them. He left me. I'm not even Catholic. I'm, you know, repeating the rosary. Our fathers just, just panicking, sweating through my show me your moo pajamas. And then my mom was like, oh, sorry. I was up till 5 a.m. talking to guys from Bumble. One of which, if you saw on Instagram, was a statue. Not only are we here to talk about COVID, but if anybody has a great LASIK doctor or an eye doctor, I finally one day went through a bunch of my mom's Bumble. She's talking to one guy. He doesn't even have a photo of his face. I don't know if she didn't zoom in on her iPad, but it's a photo of like, Literally the statue of David, like that kind of structure, statue, plaster mold of someone's face. I said, mom, that's not a man. That's a statue. And she's like, oh, God damn it. You're right. Oh, I didn't even realize that wasn't a real man. It was a statue. I say all this to let you know that I really would like to be cast in, you know, like a Peaky Blinders kind of show. I know I'm working on my own show, which is very exciting, but it's going to take forever to get off the ground because that's how Hollywood works. But I'm like, in the meantime, now that I've recovered from COVID, throw me in a corset. I lost five pounds. Put me in some like Rubenesque moment. Like I need to do a period piece. I need to be in some sort of fabulous empire waist dress in season two of Bridgerton. I'll show a titty. I'll let a titty just fall out of the top of a dress. I want to show some skin. I want to have a Cockney accent. I want to be kind of a bitch drink whiskey and tea. Like I'm ready to have that moment and no one's casting me. I also want to ask y'all real quick. And of course I'll consult my doctor, but like now that we're going to be able to, you know, finish my mom with the vaccine and we have the antibodies, like, can I go somewhere? 
And I, I told my doctor, she said, you are not going to be contagious anymore. You're good. We're still laying low, honestly, just because we don't have the energy to do anything. And I told my mom, I said, listen, you have the triple antibodies, but let's just lay low until we can get you the second vaccination. In the state of Georgia, I think they're going to open up things a lot quicker than some other states, unfortunately. And we actually might have an opportunity to get vaccinated because we live with my mom. And again, I'm not getting in line in front of anybody. I'm just letting you know the facts that have been given to us from her doctor. They said, at this point, there's no point in you guys not getting vaccinated, but we got to wait until, you know, we see if they have extras. I'm just repeating to you what I've been told. But again, it's different in every state. So if your grandma in Iowa couldn't get vaccinated, please don't be mad that my mom in Georgia was able to because she's 73, okay? But I'm like, can I go somewhere? I got the antibodies. I'm half werewolf now. Like, can I just, once I'm in the clear and I know that I could never get anybody else sick, can I go to like Hawaii? I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to go to the Four Seasons Oahu. Wow. <laughs> voice just, Oahu. I had no I had no air there. And I kind of get now the like how brazen some people are because after you've gone through this, you're like, fuck it. I, I want to go to a bar and have a drink. I am telling you, I have not done any of that shit. When I went to Florida, everybody was fucking tested. We took temperatures. We had two people in our group who were doctors and we stayed in our own house and cooked in every night. Like I have tried to travel as safely as possible. When I went to Canada, they had me locked up in a hotel for two fucking weeks and was tested every day on set away over Christmas to a, basically a private fucking island. And, and this is what I'm going to say. You know, anybody who wants to give anybody shit, fuck y'all. And I'll tell you this right now. If you're being smart and doing everything you can to protect your own family, that's all you can do. People do still have to go to work. People still have to try and, you know, run their lives and, and, and do what you can. And at this point, if I've been this safe, I don't know what to tell you. But then I have friends that live in Australia and they're like, Heather, you wouldn't even know that COVID exists here because we shut this shit down so far ahead of time that we're all Gucci. Everything's been open in America. We never put the kibosh on it in the first place. So now we're already fucked. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying like, we're so far gone. I don't know what the answer is. And this is not a political statement. This is not a, a religious statement. I literally don't know what the answer is anymore because America now at this point is never going to shut down. We're never going to close up shop for a couple months. Like we're too far gone. So if I already got it, like, can I go to Hawaii? Just asking. I'm asking. Don't get mad at me. I'm asking. I'm not a super spreader. I've been good. Some of y'all will call me and DM me. You'll literally leave voicemails and go, hey, Heather, having 50 friends down at brunch. Will you come and make an appearance? We'd love to meet you. I'm like, ladies, I love you, but no, no, absolutely not. Well, before I was like, I'm not trying to get COVID before I get cast in Bridgerton season two. You know what I mean? <sighs> I'm still being as absolutely cautious as possible. And we're still not letting Jeff in until probably, I guess, middle of this week. We'll be way past the 14 days. And I try to do the, the right thing and, and do my due diligence and do my own contact tracing. Again, we have no fucking idea. And the weird thing is, genetically, none of this makes sense. And then like people that we actually sat like at our dinner table, like in our little nuclear bubble, I guess the day we all showed symptoms. I don't even know if that was the first day. We don't know. Nobody got sick. I was like sharing a dessert with somebody. So you can only do what you can do. We're too far gone. So all you can do right now is protect yourself in the best way you can. I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm just giving my God's honest truth. Also, I hate these announcements when like celebrities get COVID and like Dave Chappelle test positive for COVID. This fucker has literally a testing site in his backyard. He's doing outdoor shows, doing the best he can. In his bubble, he's had a bubble 
up in Yellow Springs, Ohio, doing what he can. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I don't know what to tell anybody. I don't have the science. Fauci now says we all need two masks. I think you need two masks, a condom, a butt plug. And you know, when those high school kids, they would be, you know, they're trying to make weight for wrestling. I think you need to wear the trash bags too. And hope you're not left behind. Because that's what I'm afraid of. I'm telling you. But now that I've got it, I mean, I guess God bless that we got through it. And now we have the antibodies. I don't know. I don't even know how long they last. (laughs) Then you call your doctor. They're like, good luck. And then other people will message me and they're like, we got COVID twice. And I'm like, fuck. And then now they're saying with like one of the vaccines, you need a booster. Nothing makes sense to me. So this is what I wanted you to get from this podcast. One, Robin's a saint. She got through it. Two, keep your faith in the Lord because that's all you can do. Three, be prepared. Have Gatorade in the house. Have just, you know, all your supplements. Take care of your body. Don't go to super spreader events and be an idiot. If you travel, travel safe and responsibly. That's all I can tell you. You know, I have friends who don't live responsibly whatsoever and they're all fine. And maybe I've had like a little bit of like a guilty subconscious of like, you know, I I don't know, maybe because like I'm people can find me. You know what I mean? Like I put everything out on the table. I'm a little bit of a public figure. I'm like, oh God, I would never go to that. I mean, I'd love to go to that party, but I would never go because, you know, you get fucking COVID shamed. But really it was because I live with my 73-year-old mother and she's an angel and a pillar of the community and an icon and my only parent I have left. That's why I fucking moved from New York. It wasn't just to get out of like that apartment. It said, my mom is my responsibility now. And I got her to the finish line. I got her to the Kentucky Derby and I killed her horse. You know what I mean? I broke the horse's legs. And my sister and I have just had to like giggle about it this week and be like, we did everything we could. You know what I mean? We did the best we could. And y'all, I'm telling you right now, and I've said this, I've got some friends who are big in the travel industry. And I was like, I'm not worried about somebody going somewhere else. Every other country is doing better than we are. And I don't know what the answer is. I couldn't tell you. And I'm so fucking sick of everything being politically charged. Everybody's got a fucking agenda. Can we just get through this? Can we get through this so people aren't sick, aren't dying, aren't losing their damn minds, losing their jobs? Like, I'm just venting. I'm venting because after going through it and feeling like shit, I just want us to get better. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what it is. Be like a Girl Scout or just a scout, gender neutral. Be a scout and be prepared. Be prepared. Be smart. And listen, you may not get it. And if you don't get it, I'm so happy for you. But if you do get it, just be prepared. And if you have any like crazy COVID stories, feel free to call into the, the hotline and we'll go through them. And I promise you guys, I have a list of fun guests that we're going to bring on. But the last two, two weeks, it's just been gnarly. And I was just like, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to do a podcast this week. And I now that we're like over the hump, I said, I got to talk to my folks and let them know. P to P, peer to peer, pussy to pussy, tiramisu, bitch. We've survived. And I want you all to be smart and I want you to check in on your friends. And if you know somebody who's sick right now, check in on them. Because, you know, even if they say it's a mild case, just check in on them because you don't know. You don't know what people are going through. And I just want everybody to stick together and always know this is a safe space. You can call into the absolutely not line. And if you've observed something, if you're like, this is nuts, you got a neighbor who had a birthday for their 90 year old grandma and they invited 200 people, call in. Let's talk about it. He was like, people still having fucking weddings. I know so many people that were having these huge weddings and I didn't do it. I got married at the, not even at the courthouse because that was too germy. I got married at my attorney's office with nobody there just so I could get it done because I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, I doubt we're going to make it to Italy anytime soon. (laughs) Now that I've had COVID, 
get me on a flight. Let's go. You know what I mean? I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you, but you got these assholes having these giant weddings and shit, you know, and, and everybody's fine. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know the rhyme or reason. All I know is God humbled me. He made me take a couple steps back. He said, you're about to gear up for work. Maybe he wanted me to watch, stay home and watch Bridgerton and Peaky Blinders because he wanted me to see this is a new thing that I needed to add to my vision board. That's it. Holy shit. I just came full circle. It's vision boarding. He said, Heather, you've, you've always thought you're a comedian, a funny gal. Chuckle, chuckle, ha, ha. But what you really are is a dramatic actress. And I wanted you to stay home and be sick and watch Peaky Blinders and Bridgerton and every other BBC show and realize that was your destiny. And the way you're going to get an EGOT, which is an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar Tony, is by doing. Maybe I do like a play, like a live show on the West End, which is, you know, London's Broadway. And I'm over there and I'm like, and I swear he was a good man, but he was a bad man too. And then the lights go out and there's, you know, thunderous applause. And that's my moment. And I win an Olivier and a Drama Desk Award. Wow. Do you see how positive I turn this around? So also, if you have COVID right now, just know, look to the stars, ask the universe for a sign of what you should be doing when you get out of this. And I realized I need to become a British actor. And if anybody knows, you know, what's going on or what the answers are, by all means, call in because I don't have the answers. I'm just sharing my experience and wisdom with you. I hope you you know, you were able to giggle a little. And I hope if you're going through this right now that you get better and everybody stays healthy and just take care of each other. But, but most importantly, check in on one another because I just find it so valuable, the people that checked in on me. And thank you for letting me share my story and take it for what it's worth. And if you're like, this is a dumb bitch, fuck you, whatever. I don't know what to tell you, but I love you. And in the meantime, I'm going to get back to Peaky Blinders season four. I've got a little research to do for the future got a couple things I've got to print out, put on my vision board. Don't get left behind. Get your supplements, get your life right. I love you. I miss you. And also slide in the DMs. If there's somebody that you want me to bring on the podcast, I don't always see all my DMs, but just let me know. Slide in, put podcast in like bold letters and I'll get to it. I love you. I miss you. Arrivederci. See you next week on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.